I'm Jonathan Goldstein, host of Wiretap. Each week you're invited to listen in on my telephone conversations, whether funny, sad, wistful, or even slightly strange. You never know just what you might hear on Wiretap. Uh, I mean, I knew you had a show. I just, I just didn't think that people actually listened to it. Howard, That's you... the breath of your genius, Jonathan. It's not just that you're funny, but you can be cripplingly, poignantly depressing. The Wiretap Archives, available on CBC Listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. For communities in southwest Alberta, 40 centimeters of snow. A big about face by the National Hockey League today over a controversial policy. This is a very serious matter. We're not serious. Let's be serious. I did everything right and they indicted me. Because news. With Gavin Crawford. Ah, hello everybody. I am Gavin Crawford. Welcome to Because News, Canada's Funniest News Quiz. Kurt Cobain's daughter married Tony Hawk's son this week in a ceremony officiated by R.E.M.'s Michael Stipe. The couple are already expecting their first child, a pair of wide leg jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Over the next 30 minutes, we'll be making games out of the news. Let's welcome this week's panel. She just released an EP of Christmas songs, and once November hits and the Mariah starts, you are going to be really glad she did. From Superstore, (laughs) welcome Lauren Ash. Thanks for having me. He has wrapped his mic in pride tape. Now that the ban has been lifted, say hello to Canada's best buddy, Scott Thompson. (laughs) Hardly. And finally, she's been very frustrated with El Nino lately, mostly for stealing her wrestling name. Here to headlock the competition, it's Ashley Body. Hi, I'm so glad to be back. Hi, everyone. All right, panel, are you vaguely prepared? Eh, ish. Perfect, then let's go. Here we go. Yeah. Panel, it's time for something we call What the Hell? This is where we take a clip from the news and play part of it backwards. So the speaker sounds demonic. Today's speaker is Donald Trump. Have a listen to a campaign speech he gave earlier this week and try to figure out, if you can, what he is saying. You know, we get 25, 30, 40, 50, 80,000, 100,000 people to speeches. They've never said Trump's a great speaker. Never said. I've never heard it. Uh, Except... For the point, can you complete that sentence of Trump's, nobody's ever said Trump's a great speaker, he's never heard it, except... Then he just said, I am Satan, obey me or die. Surprising campaign speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott, uh, I don't understand. I don't really understand what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't get it. Try to guess what his next sentence could have possibly been. His next sentence was probably be, he's in New Hampshire? Oh, okay, there's a lot of long grass there. I bet it was probably, oh my God, it's, I, I got bit by a tick. <laughs> it's a tick bite. Oh my God, I got limes. I think that's what he was about to say. Here is what he actually said. They've never said Trump's a great speaker. Never said, I've never heard it. Uh, except I'm a very handsome person, so I guess a lot of you want to sit. They want to sit and look at me, because I'm saying, like a beauty fashion. <laughs> I mean, no, he's hilarious. It is very funny. He's hilarious. I'm sorry. He's funnier than almost any comedian I know. That is why he will win. Because people who love funny people, even monsters. (laughs) 
Add humor that. is a Trojan horse, people. <laughs> At a New Hampshire campaign event this week, Trump also made a surprising discovery. What did Donald Trump discover during his campaign speech in New Hampshire? The true meaning of Christmas? Good guess, Lauren. That his hands don't get stuck in Pringles cans. <laughs> Very smart. Finally discovered that. Scott, any idea what he discovered? That he had a tick bite. <laughs> and, he, and it was a bullseye. Like it, was, it looked suspicious. And that explains everything. Pretty much. Yeah. Basically, the last 10 years are because of Lyme disease. Lyme disease. A tragedy. It's a, a tragedy. It's a tragedy. Mm. Yeah. Trump made this discovery while he was talking about French President Emmanuel Macron. Oh. Here is what he discovered. Macron, nice guy. You know, look, he's for France. I'm for, I'm for us. I'm for us. You know how you spell us, right? You spell us, U.S. I just picked that up. Has anyone ever thought of that? I just picked that up. He's a genius. He's a genius. Has anyone ever thought of that before? Spellings. I, I just picked that up. I wonder what other totally obvious things so funny. Trump will discover next. He's like, water's wet. Has anyone ever? Has anyone ever? Remember Triscuits? I don't know. They're still around. I know, but remember them? That's what it's like now. The title's like a biscuit. Has anyone ever thought of that before? See the word team here. It's so funny. There's no I in it. Has anyone you know, thought of that before? thought of that? There's no I in team. Uh, somehow, Trump remains the leading contender to become the Republican nominee for president. Something happened this week, though, that may put his campaign in jeopardy. What happened that may pose a setback for Donald Trump? His cholesterol count. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yeah. That was a real answer. Yeah. Uh, they thought out Gerald Ford, and he's ready for a second term. <laughs> so is Betty. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The Rolling Stone headline reads, Trump preps for an avalanche of co-conspirators to flip. So far, three of Trump's co-defendants and former lawyers pleaded guilty to crimes in the Georgia election case uh -oh. this week, which means that they will likely have to testify against Trump. Lauren, you're in you're living in the U.S. now. Correct, yes. Yeah. And Scott, you're there fairly often. Fair Do you enough. think he's going to end up being the Republican nominee? Well, of course. I mean, absolutely. He, he'll win again. Yeah. No question. Yeah. I knew that the first time. He's going to win even more. He's going to be a, a landslide. Even more bigly this time? Even biglier. Yeah, I do. I mean, I don't see anything stopping it. I mean, Biden's, I'm, he's pathetic. I mean, it's just, he is, he's lame, and I think it's sad. Listen, he, he didn't ask for this life, though. You know what I mean? Biden, he was in, he was in retirement on the ranch. I, I know. It just he's seems, come out to save the country. It's shocking. He doesn't want to be doing this. He wants to be with Jilly and the well, dogs well, running. Then, then he should do that. I know, but there's no hope. You know, it's interesting. I think that the last 10 years living in the States personally has changed my brain chemistry. Totally. Like it is, it has traumatized me and changed me forever. And when people back home here complain about politics, I lose it. And I'm like, you're not run by a crazy person. I'm so sorry there's a pipeline. My kingdom for a pipeline. I'd love an oil pipeline. You know? Yeah. It just forces you. I used to scream oh, during the pandemic. I'd see, be outside. Look how calm I, I am now. You're so I'm, calm. No, I've been back for a while. You so. have. And I'm a little older, so I've given up I completely. Know. It's still at the surface for me. No, because it's just it's no hope for anything. It's weird how no. your brain goes, though, because it's like there's a possibility, fairly real, that he might be found guilty of crimes. No chance. Nothing sticks to him. 
I think there's a lot of no. money. And I think the like, I pray, but I think the whole thing is like, we're running out of time and he will just get in and, and change legislation is it would be what I would think would be his hope. I, it doesn't bother me. I mean, you know, I don't hate the guy. I guess I'm the only person who doesn't hate him. I don't like him, but I don't hate him. And I think people uh, demonize him too much and they forget that there's a lot of people that like this man. And you have to understand why. Well, you know why? Because he's for us. And you know how you spell us? (laughs) (laughs) Because News, Canada's News Quiz. I'm Gavin Crawford. This is Because News. This week I'm joined by panelists Scott Thompson, Lauren Ash, and Ashley Botting. Hey, why not pop over to Spotify and leave us a review? Like in sync, we should be five stars. It is Halloween weekend, panel, or as it is known in some circles, gay Christmas. But something happened this week that it might actually push gay Christmas back to, well, actual Christmas. Can you guess? For a point, what is making this Christmas season much more gay? Uh, Santa announced that both he and Mrs. Claus are pansexual and ethically non-monogamous. Nice for them. Good news for the elves. Good news! <laughs> the correct answer. Does anyone know the real answer? What's gaying up the Christmas season? Some new music is dropping. That's right. Is it Cher's new album? You are correct for Cher the point. That's right. I'm not allowed to know. The CBC News headline reads, Do you believe that Cher has released her first ever Christmas album? Oh, CBC, hilarious. That's a real... Believe in everything. (laughs) Don't defund that. That's her only... She's never had a a Christmas album. 77 Christmases have come and gone without Cher dropping a Christmas album. That is incredible. And yet her boyfriend has only had 25 Christmases. (laughs) Easy point off the top. What is the name of Cher's Christmas album? Well, just to piggyback off Lauren here, is it The Little Drummer Boy Who I'm Sleeping With? (laughs) (laughs) It's quite an age gap. Quite an age gap. Good guess. Other guesses. Cher's Christmas album? Do you believe Amazing. It could be real. Right? Scott, any ideas? Is it called Cherish? That's so obvious, right? Cher- cherish? That's a good guess. What it is not. I got you, babe. Be Jesus. Can I like we, that. Can we go back to Sunny? Are we allowed to go back to Sunny? I went back, Ash. I went back. You did go way back Hashtag to Sunny. Hashtag ski yeah. safety, you know? This holiday yeah. season. May you rest. Uh, I got one more. Uh-huh. If I could deck the <laughs> Those are all good guesses. Uh, Cher went with Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> she did. She did. Oh. It's just called Christmas. Maybe it's pronounced Christmas, <laughs> but it's just Christmas. In her long career, Cher has never made a Christmas album. The star was asked what inspired her to finally make one now. Can you guess her response? Easter. <laughs> That her boyfriend still believes in Santa? (laughs) (laughs) Ashley? Listen, she's no spring trick, and she's probably just trying to write herself with God before she goes. No, her boyfriend believes in Santa. That's the one. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. When asked why she made a Christmas album, here's Cher's response. What is it about now that made you say, a Christmas album? Yeah. I'm ready. The record company. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! The record company. I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah, why did you want to make it Christmas? The check. Yep. <laughs> Christmas albums are very lucrative, I understand. Yeah, keeping it commercial. In an interview with Good Morning Britain, Cher revealed that this album features something she's never had on any of her records before. Duets. Never had a duet. Wait, du- I've got you, babe. What do you call that? I guess, uh, I guess oh, it's branched it's, out on her own. She hasn't done a duet. Yeah. Sunny or nobody? Take that, Sunny. I forgot you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, who is Cher singing with on these holiday duets? Oh, good one. Let's find out with a quick round Ooh. I call Share the Mic. Ooh. Oh, okay. I'm going to play a clip. All you have to tell me is who is sharing the microphone. First one goes to you, Scott Thompson. Listen carefully to this song called Put a Little Holiday in Your Heart and tell me who is sharing the mic with Cher. There's a man on the corner who doesn't have a name. Pass He's Dolly Parton? Was it Dolly Parton? No. That is a good guess. Dolly Parton is wrong. Anyone for the steal? Sounds a bit like Cindy Lauper. You are correct for the point, Ooh. Ashley Bonning. Yeah. It was like the man. Yeah. Moving to Lauren Ash. This song is called What Christmas Means to Me. Tell me, if you can, who is sharing the mic on this track? like a Jackson, but I don't think it is. Um, Does anyone know for the steal who's doing the high part on that Christmas song? Is that Stevie Wonder? You are correct again. Oh, Ashley Bonning, it is Stevie I Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren just goes, Bonning, I thought he was dead. <laughs> it's honestly, it was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, Stevie Wonder can't be him. Wow. Ma- Merry Christmas, Stevie. I know. Big fan. Not big enough. Cher even does a duet on this album with the next generation of musical talent, Ashley Botting. Have a listen to Drop Top Sleigh Ride. That's not. That is the title. Oh, that's perverse. And tell me, who is sharing the mic here? Jingling baby, yeah. Gifts by the tree in the living room, baby. Ooh. Sit on my lap, your Santa's here. here. Yeah, I make it rain, dear. <laughs> Who, for the point, was singing, Sit on my lap, your Santa's here. Yeah, I make it rain, dear. Taylor Swift? <laughs> it is not Taylor Swift. Any other guesses? Was it Bad Bunny? Ooh, that's a good guess. I was going to no. say that. Uh, is it Kid Cootie? Is yeah. it Pitbull? It's an animal name. It's not Pitbull. Not Pitbull. It's an animal name. Tiger the Rapper. (laughs) Tiger the Rapper? Tiger. I feel like you were making something up. Uh, And then I was like, reminder, that's real. That's kind of real. That is real. real Lauren Ash for the point. It is Tiger. What? Tiger. It is Tiger. Yeah. Uh, Are you a fan of Christmas albums? Do you like Christmas albums? Have you perhaps uh, recently released your own Christmas album? Actually, I have. Oh. Yeah, I love Christmas so much. And I, rec- I released a three-song uh, Christmas EP called Sad This Christmas. You oh. can listen to it everywhere. It is streaming now. It's streaming everywhere, yeah. I love it. I've heard it. It's incredible. Thank it you. It is really quite good. And what's it called again? Sad This Christmas. So oh. perfect for you, Scott. Yeah. It sounds perfect for me. <laughs> Hopefully it's the next gay anthem. <laughs> Move over, share. <laughs> 
Cher's album is definitely a Cher Christmas album. There's a lot of beats, very few ballads, and of course, there's even a club track. Have a listen to that now, and when I lift the needle, all I want you to do is complete the lyric. Nothing more, nothing less. What is Cher's one request? Take off my dress. Uh, How about Santa don't lose my address? Very good guess. Things are fake on my chest. (laughs) All good guesses. Here is Cher's one request. Dancing all night long all at night 77. Long. <laughs> DJ, play a Christmas song. At 77, all night long. <laughs> Things you hear often in a club. <laughs> DJ, play a Christmas song. You want to be singing a Christmas song when the, the ecstasy kicks in. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you want to yeah. be doing. Yeah. Yep. Jingle bells. It's hitting. It's yeah. hitting. <laughs> <laughs> This week on the panel, we've got Scott Thompson, Ashley Bonning, and Lauren Ash. And don't forget, you can check out Lauren's new Christmas EP, Sad This Christmas, on all the streaming services. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Panel, get ready for some shocking or not that shocking news with the round we like to call... Surprise, surprise! That's right, it's time for Surprise, Surprise. Kids will be out trick-or-treating this Tuesday, but many of them are in for a surprise, surprise. According to the headlines, what surprise awaits kids this Halloween? World War III. (laughs) Surprise, surprise! No more candy at all. Dietary allergies. Protect the unprotected. (laughs) The actual surprise kids will be in store for the headline from the Washington Post reads, it's not a trick. Your Halloween treats are getting smaller. Oh, we have so little. We do. We do. (laughs) Sorry, kids. uh, It's not a wagon wheel anymore. It's just a spoke. In an attempt to keep candy prices stable amidst rising costs of sugar and cocoa, candy manufacturers have resorted to smaller portions. Mm. According to the Toronto Sun, how many M&Ms per pack can trick-or-treaters expect to find? In the little ones? Yeah, in the little pack. 12. Ash went with 12. I'm going to go 11. I'm going to say 15. Mm-hmm. Two. No, no, no. They're putting two in a pack? What are you talking in about? In some two? packages, there is as little as two M&M's. Oh, so it's truly yeah. M and M. No, seriously. No, seriously. That made me swear. <laughs> Did you hear that? 
Of all the absolute things we've lunacy. talked about on the show, this, this is what is outrages it. Scott this the most. It. Yes. No, that's outrageous. But real, yeah, for real, they said some packs will have as little as two M&Ms. Would you be... I, well, I know the answer to this. Would you be upset to open up uh, M&M packages and only find an M and an M? Absolutely. Yeah. I toilet paper the house, okay? I wouldn't shoot them. But yeah. seriously, think about it. Yeah. Because that's just outrageous. I don't know what to do. Because you're just getting started. You forget about how you want to eat them because M&Ms are fun to, like, you suck off the outside and then... <laughs> Nobody else does that. Nobody else um, does that. And then... Yeah, what was that? Nothing. And then... Um, no, no, no. Let's, let's, let's open that up. Let's, let's investigate that. Wait. I'm just saying there's a particular way you want to eat them, and it's only by the third and fourth one that you've really committed to your style. I just think big chocolate, they got us here. They hooked us, and yeah. now they're acting like dealers. And they're saying, if you want yeah. more, you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah, and I think no. that's BS, Gavin. But I mean, would you rather yeah. pay higher prices or have smaller candy? Higher prices. I'd rather feel cheated than poor. Exactly. Right? If that makes sense. Yes. You heard it here first, kids. Go to Lauren and Scott's house because you won't be getting the two M&M packs. I give out the big bars. I give out the full-size bars. Now that's class. You know why? You know why? That's currency with the neighborhood children. That's absolutely true. They don't target my house. What about Mr. Big? You don't give the two little ones. Like two. Big thing. The whole thing. Wow. I'm coming to your place. Well, if they are changing the candy size, it's only fair they should also have to change the names of the candy. So... Uh, just for fun, you know, eat more would have to be called eat less. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, change the candy names to reflect the smaller candy sizes. Aerozempic. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Um, not much of a bounty. <laughs> nice. How Scott. about Petite Marie? Ooh, I like um, Mr. Not So Big. Uh, oh, Henry, have you lost Wayne? Or, or how about a kitty cat? Oh. Nice. Mars, as seen from Earth. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. That's good. I like it. I would have also accepted one musketeer. <laughs> While yes. candy is getting smaller, some are concerned that trick-or-treaters are getting bigger. CBC News reports that Bathurst, New Brunswick, has a city bylaw making it illegal for who to trick or treat. Orphans. <laughs> Those people who come dressed as themselves. Senior citizens, they're slow, they hold up the line. Keep the traffic moving. Teenagers, <clears throat> is it the teenagers? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Kids 16 and over. Are we going to Should be 10 and over. Wow, you're really going to the map. No, no there. you shouldn't. No, 10 once, and over. No, your voice changes or you've got like grass down there. None. No. no. The bylaw originally said kids 14 and over, but the teens fought back. 10. And it got raised to 16. But don't you think if, the, if it's the teen, at least that's what they're doing? They're not getting into, you know, illegal things? No. Hard no. Hard no. I respect that. Yeah, I hard was no. with I my like I was no. with my 13-year-old nephew last night. He showed me his Cookie Monster costume. Couldn't have been more excited. It would break my heart if he couldn't go and get full-size candy from Lauren Ash. <laughs> CBC Calgary headline reads Bone to Pick with the Age of Trick-or-Treaters. Ashley, where do you stand? Are you uh Anyone who wants candy, or do you have a do you have a line? Scott tries the line at ten. Be, I want it to be anyone who wants candy, and I hope the parents in my neighborhood agree when I come to the door. <laughs> Did you stop trick or treating when you were ten, Scott? No. Yeah, I thought no, there's some hypocrisy there. Like, once I get in, I pull up the you know the ladder. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I'll hold the elevator door. 
Or yeah, clothes. exactly. Clothes. No, no, sorry. There's only room for one. But I, I don't know. I just think it's it should be for children. I usually ask for ID. <laughs> yeah, but then really? if a, but if a kid at ten has ID, then I know it's fake. <laughs> Right. So I just totally. say, get lost. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> because news, Canada's news quiz. This week, I am joined by panelists Ashley Botting, Scott Thompson, and oh. from Superstore and Not Dead Yet, it's Lauren Ash. Panel, it's time for this week's Altered Lyric, brought to you by Bjork. <laughs> Have a listen to these new lyrics and be ready to identify the news story. Shh. We're all so quiet. We're all so still. Shh. Men are fine. Nothing changes until we go on strike. Sing boom. We need a pay hike real soon. We want equal rights. Wow! Bam! We're gonna stay at home and not come in. We won't lift a finger till we win. Pop patriarchy with a pin! <laughs> Till it's Wednesday and then Shh. <laughs> We'll all be quiet <laughs> Thank you very much, low voice Bjork For singing about that strike action Panel for the point, who staged a massive walkout this week? Um, I was going to say the Icelandic puffins. They're really upset about the misinformation that penguins live there. They don't. They don't. Wow. I fell for that. Yeah. I thought there was Icelandic penguins. Yeah, but Uh, they didn't walk out. They flew out. Uh, Ashley Botting. This might be a little like stereotypical, but maybe the the elves because they're sick of having to be on shelves. <laughs> or, or is it Iceland more gnomes? Because I don't have a rhyme for that. Uh, it is not the gnomes. <laughs> the correct answer: women. The New York Times headline reads: Women in Iceland go on strike against gender inequality. Ooh. According to CBC News, on Tuesday schools were closed, public transit was delayed, and hospitals were understaffed. The strike known as Women's Day Off, was the country's largest strike action in nearly five decades. Wow. Good for them. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know it was an option. I'm leaving. Uh, The action carried a slogan. Scott, do you know the slogan? Uh, I think it was defund the CBC, (laughs) which didn't make any sense. And this doesn't make any sense either. I just wanted to say that on the CBC. Uh, that was not the slogan. Uh, Ashley, any idea what the slogan of the women's strike was? No more Mrs. Nice Land. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. All right, any other guesses? Our lack of sunlight is less bleak than our paychecks. <laughs> that is it's a, good, a bit wordy. The actual slogan, you call this equality? What? Oh, <laughs> it's a thinker. But it's a bit there- like my aunt being like, you call this dinner? Like... <laughs> But, like, don't they, aren't, like, 
women in Iceland incredibly like equal? Like, aren't they like more equal? They are uh, constantly <laughs> rated number one in the world for equality, but apparently they want to be bestest. No, they just want to be equal, and I guess that's why they're like, you call this equality? So it's not fully equal, so they're really going for it. Yeah, they're really... That's admirable! No complacency! Organizers encouraged women and non-binary people to stop all work in protest last Tuesday. Can you tell me, what was the Prime Minister's reaction to the strike? Did she strike too? Yes, the Prime Minister also struck. And did not so work it was a either. woman. The prime minister is a woman, yes. Okay. The World Economic Forum ranked Iceland as the best nation for gender equality 14 years in a row. Mm. CBC News said women in Iceland are holding top jobs that normally are held by men. Mm. What top jobs are women holding in Iceland? Serial killers. <laughs> Predominantly male-dominated. Uh, not, not in Iceland any longer. Not anymore. <laughs> you, yeah. uh, Lord Ash, top jobs? Uh, yeah, top jobs. I'd say um, it's really the whimsy-based jobs in Iceland, <laughs> like the pixie dust spreaders and the collectors of battles and car parts. <laughs> That's another Bjork reference, everyone. <laughs> I loved it. Ashley. You know, I'm going to do a blanket CEOs. That's a general top job. In the article, they gave Boy. the example of the leader of the National Wrestling Association. <laughs> Wow. Is a woman in Iceland and also the bishop. The bishop of Iceland. A Catholic bishop, like ordained by the... No. Lutheran. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Iceland is number one for gender equality. Serious answers. Where do you think Canada ranks in terms of gender equality? You want a number? Your best guess, yeah. 12. I was going to say 17. Five. 30. Wow. Th- who, who's ahead of us? All of Europe, I'm assuming. Yeah, all of Scandinavia for all sure. All of Europe, even Bulgaria. <laughs> Come on, not Bulgaria. You're right, not Bulgaria. All, all of Europe ex- except Bulgaria. Come on, you know that. Does it surprise you that we're 30? Yeah. Yeah, that surprises me a lot, actually. Where's America on the list, do oh, we know? Boy. Below us. I was going to say. Uh, 30 does feel shockingly low to me. Yeah, I, I'm not buying it. I, who are Didn't these? Trudeau fix this when it was like it's 2018 or whatever? Remember that whole thing? Yeah, isn't everything better now? <laughs> isn't it all over? Yeah, you talk to him all the time. What did he tell you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Barbie land. We fix everything. Yeah. <laughs> you you went to see Barbie with him and his son, didn't you? <laughs> I saw. Yeah. You took the picture. That's, that, was that, was that was me. You. you took the picture. Don't get me in trouble here. And then I went to see Oppenheimer with Pierre Polyev. <laughs> And the worst thing was, he ate an apple really loudly through the whole movie. That was a nice looking apple. Yeah. I don't get this. I don't get this. What kind of action do you think we need to take here in Canada to up our gender equality? Well, if we're only making 75% to every male dollar, then I say do 25% less work. And I would encourage this for the female surgeons and firefighters also, you know? Yeah, only stitch them up three quarters of the way, surgeons. See if that does it. What's wrong with your chest? Gender inequality. (laughs) We're only 30. Just put out 75% of the fire, you know? Some news outlets called Iceland a feminist paradise, but the organizer of the strike told the BBC why Icelandic women are still pushing for more. Why are they pushing for more? Scott? No, I'm not going to say. Say it. Well, I, I, no, I'm not going to say. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> 
I'm not even sure if I'm aboard. I don't even know if I believe in the wage gap. I'm not actually sure of it. I think that the real issue is the death gap. Because no matter how close women get to pay equity, men will still always die on average 10 years before them, and usually in a hilarious way. <laughs> so maybe it's like men are, we're making the same in the end of the day. They're and just getting it like prorated. We're still dying 10 years <laughs> earlier. We're getting Amortized over the life. Yes. <laughs> you'll eventually, listen, honey, you'll eventually make more. Just come back in 10 years. <laughs> She said the theory was that more gender equality would mean less violence, and unfortunately that has not been the case. Are you telling me there's violence out there? Yes, in Iceland, and they... In Iceland? Yeah. And it's not just Bjork hitting photographers. Because <laughs> that is good. It's nice. That like the, the Norse-wielding nice. axes? Yes. Well, that's what the organizer said. Uh, this women's strike has happened once before. In 1975, working women and stay-at-home moms all went on strike, trying to pick up the slack the men used so much of one thing that Iceland literally ran out of that in one day. Support. <laughs> Liquor. Uh, I think they probably w- uh, ran out of people willing to listen to Icelandic men talk about their favorite bands. <laughs> they did not, according to the BBC, they ran out of sausages. I bet they That's did. Not, come on. I bet they did. Sausages were apparently sold out because that was the only thing the men knew how to cook. It's the only shape they're comfortable That's with. Wow. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. Back here at home, there was another story that was resonating with Canadian women this week. The Globe and Mail reported that Canadian women will soon no longer need to take a certain test. What test? A driver's test? Because ask any man. Women know how to drive. I actually want to piggyback on Ashley's last statement. I did some research, and uh, 70% of accidents are caused by men. So I think it should be the driver's test taken away for women. No more driving tests for women? Not needed. Scott, what test? The intact hymen test. (laughs) Could Would would virginity tests have been, like, less offensive and, and maybe marginally funnier? I honestly can't tell anymore. (laughs) The Globe and Mail headline reads, Canada to phase out PAP test for more accurate HPV detection tests. This is my ignorance. A PAP test is when uh, usually you start as a teen girl, young, and you go into your doctor's office and you disrobe and from the waist down. And then they spread your legs real wide and they put a spotlight on you. Yeah. And then they take a very uncomfortable metal clamp and they put it into your vagina. Great job, Scott. And then they just, it always is very creaky. And there's a real edge on the speculum. So it feels kind of like you're being stabbed. It's cold, I bet. Cold and very uncomfortable. And then they look deep inside of you and take a very long swab and they put it up there. And what's the swab telling them? And it's just, it's doing this. It's it's, it's swabbing your cervix. Feels like a knife. Feels like. And what are they looking for? They're looking for cancer cells, which we know now are caused by HPV. Yeah. And if you think your legs are spread enough, they'll let you know that they weren't. they're not. Scoot down further. Scoot down further. Scoot down further. You want your, your, your butt cheeks off the edge off, of that. Off yeah. the edge. Yeah. And yeah. if you think you're, you can bring your knees up at all, let, let, drop them down. Drop them down. They're going to be pushing them out. Yeah. They do this yearly. So, Gav, you're saying they're canceling that. Oh. Yes. In favor oh. of well, something can, better. Can, 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 oh, just, can we questions? get it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's yeah, what's amazing. Is I, I would, they've I told us look. for years that men can't be tested for HPV. Uh, oh, I, I thought I, it was men can't spread their legs that wide. Because <laughs> they can. 
Uh, Generally. The Globe called the traditional test for cervical cancer old-fashioned. No shit. (laughs) Really? Wow. The new HPV test can tell you earlier if you're at risk for the preventable cancer, plus it comes with another benefit. What is the added benefit of the new test? You don't have to go through a trauma once a year and just say that it's part of being a lady? That is correct for the points. (laughs) The added benefit is it is now DIY. You can do it yourself at home. You know what this is? This is what we got from COVID. They're like, they can jam those swabs up their nose. They can put them up their hoos. Do do, do you need an Allen key? (laughs) I just... Because I've got so many at home. Like, if anyone needs them, I've got a lot of extras. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's a swab that you can do at home, and then you pop it in the mail you know and mail it off for the results. That doesn't sound so bad. You put on some Netflix, you yeah, spread your bad. legs, uh, the toss a swab up there. Also, you don't have to um, go as far as the old test. Uh, oh, so you're not going to feel it in the back of your throat? Yes. No. It's like you. you How don't, far do you go? You I'm don't curious. have to touch the. You don't have to swab your cervix. Oh, uh, it's which a cervix. Is, that's what's go. different. Yeah, you got You got to swab your. It's sort of like cervix. That's well in there, right? It's yeah. yeah. It's, it's top. Top yeah. of the top of the area. Yeah. Top you know of the morning top to you. Yeah. <laughs> top of the morning, darling. <laughs> yep. Uh, it can also be done less often. It only needs to be done every five years. Wonderful. Set an alarm, ladies. And listen, ladies, if you want to do it more, that's your prerogative. (laughs) And with that, we come to the end of another exciting Because News. This week's champion is... It's Lauren Ash! Congratulations, Lauren. You have the honor of reading our credits. I am Gavin Crawford, and I'm not so sure about the Ontario NDP's new slogan... The NDP, Ontario's strong, progressive voice. And if you don't like it, we're very sorry. Please tell us who to fire, and they're gone. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Why? Because Because News! Thank you very much for being here, everyone. Give it up for Ashley Bonning, Lauren Ash, and Scott Thompson. winner of Because News. Congratulations to my runners-up, Ashley Botting and Scott Thompson. Because News is written and produced by Elizabeth Bowie, David Carroll, Gavin Crawford, Phil Lung, and Jess Klamowski. This week, they had help from Alice Moran and John Blair. Rounding out the team is Aaron Conway, Bronwyn Page, Errol Gonsalves, and our recording engineer, Paul Hodge. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.